Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, December 11th, 2020. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Melissa, Stacy, Sarah, Kristen, and Natalia. Kira was supposed to be here, but she was unable to attend, so Melissa popped in to take her place. And we are finishing up, this will be the last episode that airs in 2020, and we are finishing up the 2020 Year in Review two-part episode. So... These ladies will chat with you for somewhere between five to 10 minutes and kind of show you the high points of their 2020 reading. Um, This is a Friday night. We don't usually record on Fridays. Uh, Things have gotten a little bit surreal and tangential in the pre-recording here, but (laughs) we will hopefully stay on track nicely. So before we get started, I have the usual housekeeping information for you, and then I will turn it over to Stacy and Sarah, who are going to jointly discuss their 2020 reading, followed by Melissa, Kristen, and lastly, Natalia. So here we go with the housekeeping information. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. All right, Stacy and Sarah, whenever you are ready. So 2020 has been quite the year for me. I feel like I've been sort of... Um, we were talking about how tangential we were during our pre-banter tonight before the recording started. And I sort of feel like tangential kind of describes or kind of scattered and all over the place. All those kind of describe like my reading trends of 2020. Um, For some reason, I remember that my very first book of 2020, which feels about five years ago, back in January, um, was all about Evie by Kathy Lamb. And how do you remember uh, that? I don't know. I just remember at the time thinking like, (laughs) this is my first book I purchased in 2020. Um, And I I read that and then I kind of skipped to um, some post-apocalyptic by Emily Goodwin. Um, I did a bunch of World War II era historical fiction reading that made me really happy. Um, A little bit more post-apocalyptic reading and then the pandemic hit. And I completely did not, I was not able to focus on anything that usually brought me joy at all. I just could not focus. And so I ended up reading a bunch of um, urban fantasy, which Sarah can tell you is not Not something for her. No. And I, I like urban fantasy, but for some reason I don't, I get bored if I have to try to read a whole series about the same characters. I'm like, ugh. 
just figure it out, like just finish up, like, you know, move on to the next. But for whatever reason, I just like dove in with both feet. And, you know, that was only a few months ago, but it feels like five years ago. But I remember very strongly that the Ali Beckstrom series by Devin Monk was um, sort of like a sanity saver for me. And I just dove in and I read it all like in just a couple days and I loved it. And, you know, Sarah still hasn't read Ellie Beckstrom by Devin. I'm sorry, Monk, but it's a really good urban fantasy series. And then because of Natalia, we read the um, Rochelle Mead uh, Succubus Blues, the um, Georgina Kincaid Succubus. What is it, Sarah? Do you remember? The Succubus uh, Georgina Kincaid series. They're uh, yeah, yeah, Georgina Kincaid. No, Georgina Succubus Kincaid, Blues yeah. is the first one. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes, we really like those so as good. well. And then what else there? Because we were kind of like tandem reading like a bunch of different urban fantasy. Well, then. Do you remember? I reread a couple series this year. Um, one of them that I reread was because of Mika. She begged me to read um, Wild Country by Ann Bishop. Oh, yes. And um, what's the one before Wild Country? Lake Silence. Oh, Lake Silence. Yes. And I... I- said, I don't want to read that because it's not about Meg and Simon. And she said, Sarah, just trust me and read it. So I ended up reading, um, Lake silence. And then, um, I read wild country, which is not about Simon and Meg. If anybody reads the others by Ann Bishop, but then I had to go back and I believe Stacey did as well. And I read the entire, it was, I just couldn't stop. And then I also read, um, for kind of urban fantasy-esque, I read everything by Patricia Briggs, the entire Mercy Thompson series. And I also read her Alpha and Omega series. We talked, I think um, it happened right around the time um, Shannon and I think we did uh, an urban fantasy episode. And so I read like one of these for the urban fantasy episode. And then I just could not stop. I had to go back and read the entire series from beginning to end. And so for about a week or two, I was completely immersed in Patricia Briggs. And so I'm already very, very excited for her next Alpha and Omega book that's coming out in, I believe it's March. I just am like counting down the minutes because she's so just amazingly talented. She but I feel is. I loved her this year too. She's just, I don't know. She just comforted me. And I, I, Stacy and I were talking about why it was that we were really into urban fantasy this year. Well, I'm right. into urban fantasy all the time, but, but I, I it comes and goes for me. Like I might read a book or two, but then to me, urban fantasy is very comforting, but especially at the beginning of the pandemic, I could not read something that took place in our current world because like they'd go to a bar or they'd go walking like in a crowded downtown square or something. And I'd be like, ah, you're going to get COVID. And I just could not social distance. You too. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't just me. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't just us. But yeah, so I read for my comfort, a lot, a lot of urban fantasy and a lot of rereads for me this year. Um, I read the entire I read Jacqueline Carey's um, Agent of Hell, Agent of Hell. Agent of Hell. Yep. Um, I reread that one. And then I reread my absolute favorite um, by Kate Locke, Long Live the Queen by Kate Locke. And I read a lot of steampunk this year again. I reread all of my Beck McMaster books. I read the Darkest London series again by Kristen Callahan. I finally got through that this year. The third book in the series tripped me up for a while, um, a a couple years ago. And I kept reading the first two books again and then trying to start the third. And for whatever reason, I couldn't settle in until this year. 
And then I got to actually read the rest of it for the first time this year. Isn't, and, and wasn't it amazing? Oh my God. I love her darkest London. It's like, ugh, and I have to do a reread pretty soon. And then mm-hmm. did you um, feel like when we shifted over to post-apocalyptic again, and it was like nonstop for months, post-apocalyptic. Oh, months. Yes. Months. Months and months of post-apocalyptic. And so, it made no sense because like we were reading ones about like, you know, like pandemic. virus. And, <laughs> yes. I don't even know. But it was comforting because it wasn't happening and we didn't have zombies running around downtown. Um, and so it was something that we could do. But there right? was a I Kate Mary book that we read where um, before they knew there were zombies, there was a virus and it was a little too close to home because people were wearing masks and gloves and stuff when they went out and Stacey and I were both like, "Ah!" it was a little um, nerve wracking for us. What's eerie about that book is it, um, I think she wrote it like just pre pandemic. I mean, it was, so it felt like we were kind of living the world that she had already created, even though, you know, it wasn't lined up with the pandemic that we're in. Um, what was sad though for me is I couldn't read any historical fiction. Nothing. No. Um, I was on the only, since the pandemic has started, the only World War II era fiction I read was The Black Swan of Paris by Karen Robards. And that's because I was super excited about it. And then I just, I haven't been able to read anything else. And it makes me sad that something that in the past I've read so much of, I just could not, it just felt too heavy. It felt just too, just depressing and, and all of that. But um, I'd say pretty much until about August, at least for me, it was urban, all urban fantasy, urban fantasy post-apocalyptic. And, yep. And then all of a sudden one day I just, I picked up a Brittany Cherry book. Like, I don't even know why. Like, it just seemed like something that looked good. And that started me back down the rabbit hole of contemporary romance. And that's when we discovered Lucy score and rock bottom girl that I talked about on a previous episode. And then like that, that savage by LA Fiore. I thought that was oh, an yeah. amazing book. And the funny thing is we were both up until three o'clock in the morning reading and we both called each other at the same time at like one in the morning because we both knew the other person was reading it because it was exactly the kind of book we wanted. Stacy discovered, and then I read Emily Henry Beach Read, which was an amazing oh, yeah. book. Um, we read, oh my gosh, um, several Brittany Cherry books this year. She's just such a goddess. And then yep. very recently, we discovered, <laughs> and I hope I say her name correctly, Michelle Hazen. Oh yes, breathe the sky. It was just an amazing, amazing book. If you like um, um, romances with flawed characters, tortured heroes, character growth, interesting storylines, smoke and sex scenes, slow burn, enemies to lovers, like this is all that was in Breathe the Sky. Oh. And we just discovered it, what, Sarah, like three a days ago? A few days ago, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all the things. And then also this year, um, for the first time ever, I started kind of going down the more I started reading books that were kind of classified as like romantic comedy, which is not my jam. Like not I usually don't like, yeah. but like Lucy mm-hmm. score and Claire Kingsley and Oh my God, Pippa Grant. Um, all oh, of those. Pippa Grant. <laughs> yes. You know, for, I think for both of us, we've both been reading books that kind of take us away from what's happening in the world. Um, nothing serious, nothing super heavy. I mean, oh, well, I don't know. We've read a lot of heavier romance, but we like tortured, that. But yeah. Tortured oh. heroes, but good endings. Always, always 
Sarah, we forgot to talk about our favorite book of 2020. What? Spoiler alert, we forgot to talk about our favorite book of oh 2020. Oh my god, <laughs> spoiler alert by um, by Olivia Dade was oh just my. everybody reading it right now. Oh, isn't oh. it so amazing? I'm kind of jealous you're reading it for the first time. I wish I were. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Oh, everything. All the beautiful things. I think one book that came as a lovely surprise for me this year, I don't usually read romance that kind of feels... I don't want to say cozy because it's not like the cozy mystery, but like I um, was very pleasantly surprised earlier when I read Real Men Knit um, by Quana oh, Jackson. And yeah, I loved how she made oh, Harlem. Quana Jackson. Yeah, she made Harlem feel like a small town. So like I, I, I feel like I've been reading more romances that feel like that where it's about um, families and found families. Those are sort of tropes I always like, but this year especially they've been you know, something that I really enjoyed reading about, I would say. And of course, obviously all of our JR Award we've read this year, duh. I mean, that oh, just goes without uh, saying. So, you know, I, I just think this has been a year of, you know, kind of exploring like genres that we don't always read or, um, you know, reading. I've become even more of a mood reader this year. Whatever makes me feel good and helps me kind of escape from the stresses of 2020 is what I'm going to read. Even if it means a series out of order, Natalia. <laughs> oh. Oh my. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Well, well you um, I've had an interesting 2020 <laughs> so far. Um, I've read a lot of mostly um, women's health books and cozy mysteries and I did check into my favorite series like um, my favorite authors had books out like Attica Locke um, Maggie Day is a new author actually um, I am absolutely in love with the Di Diane Kelly books where she has a cat in one book is a series on with a cat named Sawdust <laughs> and the other series it has a police dog named Bridget who's a German shepherd and who gets into all kinds of mischief Ooh. and also um, chases criminals <laughs> so th those two are two of my series that I was reading um, I, so are those yeah. cozies then Melissa is that what you would classify yeah. those okay I would classify those as cozies um, and they're not violent and they're not fluffy either so it's a good middle ground um I did rediscover Sharon Sala um so I rediscovered her um, I like I her in, yeah in the hospital I would I just re rediscovered her a couple weeks ago <laughs> um I haven't been reading much lately but I am about to look for some I kind of like some of the holiday books and me too yes and I like some of the classics like <laughs> you should hear the holiday episode that aired today <laughs> I yeah I did <laughs> it's I all like, full of yeah holiday books but you know and sleigh bells in the snow <laughs> <laughs> you know like you were talking about romantic comedies and 
and I'm a big fan of romance. I mean, every month I download the Harlequin box set from Bookshare. <laughs> I, like, I like romances and I always have. But yeah, it's just been a kind of a wacky year. In in fact, I reread um, Outbreak by uh, Robin Cook <laughs> when, oh, the, when the when the pandemic oh, started. That's yes. such a creepy book. Yes, it's creepy, but it's like, hmm, maybe <laughs> it kind of it kind of relates. It's one of those like very on point. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, and nonfiction wise, you know, I read um, it's called "The Body Keeps the Score." Um, it's all about how I, you know, oh, I've heard good body, things about that. Yes, it's a very good book. Um, I just finished took me long enough but I just finished Good Night Beautiful by Amy Malloy so that was such a creepy book yes it It was was. yes and you know (laughs) and of course I read The Night Swim and so others (laughs) oh yes yes so so how would you say like your 2020 has differed from like past years like did you find yourself reading more or less of something than normal I found myself reading more um middle ground not too violent um and and with more of a believable plot and idea about you know okay ah she has two broken legs and they still get it on. Yeah. I didn't read any more of those <laughs> books. <laughs> I mean Well, you I know, mean, believable plots. I mean he, she has two broken legs and he has an arrow in each shoulder and they still manage to get it on. Yeah. I just <laughs> I was like, what okay. Kind of- <laughs> so basically what you're saying is you really want to escape into the like completely I, I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this, basically. <laughs> no more of that. Yeah, no more of that. I'm done now. <laughs> no more like unbelievable. It's like that thing that Mika was talking about where she was reading the romantic suspense and like these people just suddenly knew how to like repel off the side of a building even though yeah i have i have a big problem to have a big problem with that unbelievable plot thing like it really any time of year i have a problem with that it's like okay who paid for this book to be published and written (laughs) somebody wanted to read it yeah (laughs) and i got a reading companion now her name is Courtney. <laughs> so. Oh yes. Oh yes. Beautiful kitty cat. Cats make very good reading companions. They do. Yeah. I mean, I think PJ. I think Kristen has a. Uh... <laughs> yes, Tango is my reading well, buddy. Well, sure, Tribble's but she's like, not there all the books. time. Yeah. Yeah. And so that <laughs> I guess that's the change. We added. We we moved and. Um, my reading was my escape from okay I've packed everything okay now we got to put it away and so at night that became my escape one last thing and thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of this podcast because oh you're welcome 2020 is something new 
that we that I started it being sure a part is. of this podcast. <laughs> Seems like I've been 20. part of it forever. <laughs> we love having you on the podcast. You're so oh, fun. It, you. it has that feeling, Melissa. I kind of feel like I had only been here like a couple of months and I was like, really? Has it been only been that long? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a way of enfolding you. Yeah, <laughs> we try. I'm not complaining, ladies. I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, 2020 is just a crazy year. I feel like mm-hmm. it, like the chaos of the year, sort of infiltrates everything, and so your reading feels like strange and chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> so. I don't know, like the pandemic really shook me up this year, but I don't think it really affected how I read or what I read because I, um, I'm like Sarah, I love my fantasy, urban fantasy. I, that's just kind of my main genre. Fantasy and sci-fi are kind of my main things. Um, and this year I read a lot of new to me authors um, I finally read Yasmin Gallinorn. I Yay! finally got to, yes, <laughs> you know, and I feel bad because I, I need to read the last book or the, the third book in um, Whisper Hollow. Oh, Phantom um, Queen. Yes. Yes. I, I need to read that one. Um, but, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I read the Mercy Thompson series this year, which I really enjoyed. Oh, those um, are so good. And I think is is the next book in that one coming out next year, or is it already out? No, nope. because there was. I, it no, shows up on the streets, but it doesn't. Alpha and Omega is next year, so probably Mercy Thompson will come out in twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. Because I I knew there was another book, but I didn't. I couldn't remember when it was coming out. But I so I'm caught up with that. Yeah, when that not comes out. I haven't read Alpha and Omega yet, but I I want to. Um, oh, you should. They're so good. You, they're amazing. I think they are as good, if not better, in a different way than Mercy Thompson. I, I love Alpha and Omega. Going from. In certain series, I have a hard time going from main series to companion series because I'm not done with the first set of characters yet. And I know this is going to change over to another like another set of characters that we know about but haven't seen as much of. And I have a little bit of time, a hard time sometimes switching from uh, main series to companion, but I'm going to get to it. Um I, fl- I finished Black Dagger and Yay! the um, the Legacy, the Black, uh, what is it? Black Dagger, Black Dagger Legacy? Legacy? Yeah, I read all of those um, and the Jackal. So, I mean, I just, I always love J.R. Ward. It doesn't matter. I think I actually put another book on hold to read the Jackal this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, What's so wrong with that? <laughs> absolutely nothing. It's just... <laughs> I just I love her so much. Thank you, Stacy and Sarah. You read those as well, don't you? Oh yeah, she um, does. Yeah. So you know, I just uh, there was another one. Oh, I cannot forget KB Wagers in Drawn in War and the Farian War series. Um, that was absolutely amazing to me. I I, I need could to get not back get to enough. That. Yes, you do because that that series and especially I can't wait till February when the last book in the Farian War comes out um, because book two ended on quite a cliffhanger and that kind of just irked my nerves. Oh, I hate cliffhanger books. Um, I mean, it, it was 
it was um, a good ending, but it was also a cliffhanger. And I'm like, but wait, they're stuck down there and they have to get out. And now I have to wait till February. So it's <laughs> they'll be down there a long time. They are. <laughs> um so I'm really looking forward to the last book in that. Um, there was another one I wanted to mention. Uh, While you're thinking of it, you went off on a side jaunt this year, Kristen. You actually read some romance. I did. And, I, that's yeah. actually what I wanted to mention. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, you know. um, I did get into some romance this year, which I used to read a ton of. That actually used to be all I read. Um, it seems like years and years ago now. But I got into a little bit of, uh, would you call the bromance, romantic comedy? Or would oh. it be something else? Because they're pretty Gorgeous. Can't you listen to uh, Adams? The- <laughs> yes. And then for the holidays, I, you know, was picking and choosing books. I wasn't really in that holiday romantic mood yet. Um, but I wanted to join lovely Stacy on her holiday episode. So <laughs> I read some holiday books and came across the O'Neill Brothers books by... Sarah Morgan yeah and completely fell in love with all three of the brothers um <laughs> they're just Easy so great do. in there yeah um <laughs> but the first book in that series sleigh bells in the snow was just everything all the books were great but that one was just the best out of the three and really got into the holiday spirit with those and actually want to try to go snow skiing um, I was just glad I had a, a nice toasty warm blanket to wrap up in while I was reading those because they were always cold. <laughs> um, I think only one book took place in summertime, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two books are definitely wintertime with lots of snow. So I just I read so many good things this year. And that's just kind of um, Danica Dark. Some of that. Oh, Danica Dark. Yeah, I'm reading her now. Yes, really Danica Dark. Loving the Madri series. It book one I was kind of skeptical if I was going to keep going but by the end I was like yep got to keep going so really loving that I'm on book five of that now mm-hmm. and um of course oh, the no, latest JR with... what was that um I I said it's almost time to be done with silver I know oh. and I I love her so much but I'm falling in love with Christian so I'm glad that he shows up ah, in later well, books Christian very cool yes yes he's he's pretty (laughs) awesome in my opinion but um i think the best books i've read here in the latter part of the year um yeah was you know a warm heart in winter of course Mm -hmm. that was just all the things um i'm loving madgery and I guess I could consider um, KB Wagers a part of this this ending part of the year. But binge reading all of these has been great. So I'm looking forward to 2021 just because I'm hoping Yay. the world gets better. But I think overall I've had some really good book reading going on this year. And I'm, I look forward to a lot more next year. And you met your Goodreads goal. I did. First time I've Woo. met my goal in like two years. Congratulations. Years. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping I can, um, whatever number of books I have read by December 31st is what I'm going to set my goal to next year. And then mm-hmm. 
see if I can Ooh, top it. Ooh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna. That's do a good that idea. <laughs> for the first like time. <laughs> oh, will this be your first Goodreads challenge for 2021? Yeah. No one can remember the beginning of 2020. No, I sure don't. It's a if hard. If you thing. can, um, if you can track your books. Um. So 2020 has been a strange year personally professionally well I guess for everybody no yeah so I started 2020 in New Jersey I went to New Jersey for New Year's and it wasn't cold we went to ski in Pennsylvania and my husband had to ski on fake snow that should have (laughs) said something my kid was um six five six months old I was in the middle of postpartum rage and on top of that I started a new job and I was looking for daycare and there was just so much stuff going on at the same time. And um, so my reading was very involved. The more stressed I am, the more I read, believe it or not, the more relaxed I am, the less I read. I don't know what that means, but I always, um, one thing I can say about 2020 is I always have a number goal, 400, 500 books. And I usually reach it. Amber has dubbed me the book reading machine. And this year, if I reach 300, I'll be lucky. So I've definitely read a lot less than usual. Maybe, you know, my, my husband says, but that's still more than anybody on the planet. But um, it's a little Not bit if for you're broke. Me. That's, exactly. that's, that's, broke. that's what I told yeah. him. <laughs> what does she say? Like 650 books? <laughs> Something like that. It's okay. 650. I was, <sighs> that just true. makes I my was, brain hurt. Oh my god, no, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> I so started true. 2020 on a thriller strike. Don't ask me why, Yay. but like I, I started with like Thrillers. 21. What happened was that Shannon got me into this like the Kill Club book by Wendy Hurd. Um which oh. I actually think I read in 2019, but like it was right at the end and it was so good that I was like, oh my god, I need to read another thriller. So mm-hmm. I started with 29 Love seconds. That book. Mm-hmm. Good one. Man, it was so so good. And if you guys know TM Logan, his books are always published in England and it's so hard to get. So the fact that I was able to get it was good. So now mm-hmm. January is usually a month where you read it's it's for me at least, it's always like a lot of books I'm looking forward to more than new stuff. Like mm-hmm. I remember like the new Josie Silver came out. Yes, it which did. I was very oh, yeah. disappointed by. Mm-hmm. And um, the new Christina McDonald came out in February, which I <gasps> loved. And, um, you know, Fever always comes out in January, which it didn't this time, but it will come out next year early. Not January, but February. early enough. Yeah, February. Sad. February. And so for 2020, rather than making a number goal, I, even though I always do, I wanted to do something different. Other than, you know, I did the Pop Sugar, of course, challenge and stuff. But... I have so many books that I've been wanting to read that are there and I didn't, haven't read. And rather than go through my 10,000 want to reads on Goodreads, I said, okay, so since I have all these apps with books in them and I have my stream, at the time I was reading with a Victor Reader stream, uh, all these books in them, I'm going to do like one from Kindle Unlimited, one from Scribd, one from Audible, one from the library, just so that, you know, all the services I was paying for monthly were being used by me. 
because I was reading, but not always reading. And then on March 1st, I had an epiphany. I realized, hey, I've got an iPad mini. And I moved my entire book library to my iPad mini. And it was the best decision I have ever made. Cheers. My big best decision Ooh, I guess because you, you can tell that all hail the iPad yep. hail yes. the iPad because I can leave it on the other side of the house I can walk around I can pause and uh, for Mother's Day Ray got me these really cool headphones that are the Jabra 75Ts and you can use them with the kin because I have my Kindle for scribbed because the iPad um, audio speed doesn't go as fast as I like it and so <laughs> and so I can use both devices with one pair of earphones and i can control them both like i can pause i can lower the volume straight from the earphone which is great when you have a kid and you're like chasing after him beautiful yes so then the pandemic hits everything shuts down and i start reading harry potter because when things go wrong you read harry Harry potter Potter. that's that's just what i do that's my (laughs) ultimate ultimate comfort read now I did meet my goal, not in numbers, but I'm very proud of myself because I did catch up with a lot of the books that I wanted to catch up with. Oh my God, I got all the way up to book 10 for Sai Changeling. Yeah, um, yay! I was on like book two. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> so I caught up. Yay. I'm on I forgot book... about that one. I'm on book five of the yes. Karen Slaughter Grant County books. And I'm like obsessed. I want to read all of them. And um, yay! But the biggest thing book wise to happen for me this year, other than, you know, comfort reads, of course, since when the twins were reading urban fantasy, I started reading it with them like Georgina Kincaid. Yeah, thank you for recommending that. (laughs) They were so into it that I had to read it again myself. It's probably my third reread of Georgina Kincaid. And of course, I, you know, right now I'm on a Lisa Claypas binge because it's Christmas and I read the Wallflower Christmas every Christmas. And then I'm like, I want to read these books again. So, of course, it happened in autumn. And, you know, when I'm slumping, I, when I'm in a book slump and I don't know what I want to read next, I can't not read. I'm the kind of person that if I don't know what I'm going to read next, I'm going to stay up all night looking for the book. And even if I fall asleep when it says, you know, listening library oh, presents, I, know. I will, you know, stay there. But as I was saying, the biggest discovery that happened to me this year, thanks to the Twinties, was post-apocalyptic. Yay! <laughs> so happy fiction fills my heart with joy i'm so happy i don't know why like i never uh, listened to post about you know uh, i'm not sure if it just wasn't goodreads hasn't been recommending it to me because i'm the book junkie i'll read anything i don't have any limits It, it all goes for me when it comes to to books but i don't know why i just never did post-apocalyptic more i've done dystopian i love my life as a white trash zombie yay so i discovered <laughs> sarah lion leon fleming until uh, the end of the world because you know i'm an order person and you know stacy's like well you can read until the end of the world or city it doesn't matter the order and i'm like no 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 which one happens first <laughs> yeah no they happen concurrently but they, but they do happen the concurrently So I had to go through, I had to go publishing order. And (laughs) that's what I did. Because there has to be some kind of order. I I just, you know, my brain hurts if I I don't. And so I I gobbled up until the end of the world, the next one and the next one. And then I read City. And then I kind of 
got you know that was when they started reading Georgina Kincaid so I started reading or a bunch of urban fantasy I caught up with Kim Harrison's The Hollows I need to read that oh, oh man I need to so catch good. up with that I love The Hollows um so then I as I said I discovered Sarah Leon Fleming soon. okay no problem and um I loved my post-apocalyptic and, you know, I highly recommend her, all her series. Uh, I can't wait till the next Arcadia book comes out. I don't know why it hasn't come oh. out. Those are, those, she's like the only author that I can see her book is 30 hours long and I'm like, give it to me. Oh, I know. I know, <laughs> right? I can <laughs> never oh. love them. Yeah, Cascadia yeah. series is so good too. But I can't do 30 hours unless it's a book bundle. <laughs> oh, you haven't you haven't tried Sarah Lyon Fleming yet. Oh, she's amazing. Yes. But the the books that really like kicked my behind this year to the point where I stayed up all night. Um I like between calls I was interpreting and if if the officer gave me 5 seconds I would press play The Edge of <laughs> Books by oh, Sarah. Stone. Thank I'm you Sarah. So Thank you Sarah. You for oh, one time my- in a- I can mention. I oh my gosh! I devoured, devoured, devoured those books. And in January, the next book will come out. Love, I can't wait. I went through, you know. So I I went through different periods. um, But I'm so happy that I discovered post-apocalyptic. Susan Elizabeth Phillips' new novel was wonderful. You know, a lot of authors that I normally read came out with books and i read them ilona andrews i love always patricia briggs um a lot of not only urban fantasy you know sandra brown's book i enjoyed it very much this year um and uh you know nora roberts she writes more than i talk (laughs) so that goes without saying (laughs) nora roberts yes but um, oh, sorry it, it, it has been a good year and i'm looking forward to finishing it off reading many many more awesome 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 books and maybe i will make my my goal of 300 so this not only wraps up tonight's episode but also wraps up 2020 for us so the Mm. next time you hear us it will be 2021 i hope you are all here better things yes i hope you're all having a fantastically safe and wonderful holiday season thank you to all of the book beastresses for riding out 2020 with me and a special thank you to the ladies who've joined me tonight on a Friday when we don't usually record. So thank you to Sarah, Stacy, Kristen, Melissa, and Natalia. Thanks as always to Christine for all of her editing. And thank you so much to each and every one of you who joins us as we talk about so many fantastic books. If you would like to let us know your thoughts, you can do that by leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform you use to access the show. And not only does it allow us to see your feedback, but it also helps other book lovers to find us, which is a great thing. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with more bookish fabulousness. 
and some number of us will be back on Friday with more discussion of great books. Take care, everybody.